cherry, <laughs> non-sponsored Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar Zach brought me. So I hear, you know what? That is so perfect for our topic, but because it's a diet drink. Shit. We're talking we'll diets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't, don't know everything. everything. I'm your host, Zach. No, no, no. Yes, we towers. <laughs> and oh, I'm no. Kelsey Allison Elizabeth Dara. <laughs> you always say Elizabeth and it never ceases to amaze me. Is it Heidi? What's not, your middle name? Not even close. Gertrude. This has happened so many times in Penelope our friendship. Ann. We're like very good friends. I know. I'm just, you're just going to have to wonder. I'll find your fucking ID. Ooh, no, you won't. It's um, my Zachary. Don't Google it. I don't know why <laughs> I put that because that was not the one I wanted. It was housekeeping. housekeeping. Tell me. Uh, Tell you about if my house is being kept. Is your house being kept? How's oh, your actually, life? Wait, oh wait. I have a. What? I do have a cute, sexy update. Okay. Also, first of all, how masculine do I look with this hat on? It tripped me out when you walked in. When I looked at myself in the in the camera, I was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> you were like, "Can I get his number? Can I get on that? Stop." Okay. I don't know what it is about hat. That's why hat fishing is a thing. Hats really oh. like. I've been hat fished. Yes, major. yes, yes, yes. Just like sun, there should be a thing for sunglass fishing. Mm. Anyway, I was on the road this weekend opening for another comic and we were in the illustrious cities of Oklahoma City. Love. Wichita. Hot. And Little Rock. Corn. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> and great shows. I believe it was in, I'm not going to say which city actually, but after the show, I was chatting with a guy on Grinder. As you always are. As I am want to do. He is, okay, this is the bad part. He was 21. (sighs) That's young. Dog. Young. That's young. But he was also kind of the aggressor, we'll say. He was like the the one coming for it. Yeah. Mm. Well, well. Mm. and don't Don't Google it. He was a military twink. Ooh, he graduated from type. West Point. Oh, yeah, that's hot. And he was getting his master's. Ooh. And he still lives on a base, but he drove in to the city to, like, have a night out. But he was like, the gay bars are really dead. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, post-show ritual, watching cartoons in bed and giving myself a massage with my Theragun. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I need a massage so bad. And I was like, <gasps> I could give you, like, a bad massage. Like, I'm not... <laughs> trained i'm not licensed yeah and he's like really and i was like i mean yeah and we we were very low pressure about it we're like we'll see how it goes like you're like if this is catch a predator i won't know truly <laughs> and also i was well and then i was like oh my god what if this is like a military guy who's like not out and like is coming scary? to beat the shit yeah, out yeah, of yeah, you. yeah 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 but he wasn't he was this like tall slender sweet sweet man and i gave him a bad massage i actually used a lot of my expensive face moisturizer oh no i didn't have any like lotion so it was just like on a rando yeah on a rando's body but but that is to say that's how cute he was Fuck. i know worth using face lotion as massage oil and it was honestly i'm overhyping it already it was like shoulders shoulder blades upper torso And then I gave a horrible Theragun massage. Okay. Did y'all hook up? Yes. And then we kissed. Okay. And he was a great kisser. Great kisser. And then we kind of like 
cuddled and kissed and rolled around and then like made out some more and then like took off all of our clothes but did not have like like no one's butt got penetrated but you had like sex we had like oral nice and he was so he was like you're so beautiful and i'm like (gasps) thank you like i am a crypt keeper next to you (laughs) but like thank you so much for seeing that and he was really sweet and it was just a really great experience i also feel like in the gay community it is very different with age like it is the the culture is just very different whereas if this was like a 21 year old heterosexual woman and a 37 year old you'd be like that's not great it's definitely a it feels sleazier oh for sure but that does weirdly here's my take it's a bad one i can't wait our generation got stunted mentally and uh financially yes in every way you could be stunted we did yeah because i still feel like a baby oh oh what that could be la talking no it could be it's not have you talked to people who are still in florida they still feel like babies people are like who says 33 should have anything together like oh I sure, sure sure don't have my life together well, my theory is too and we won't know this for sure until we're getting towards that age i think we're gonna live much longer than our parents why because advances in like medicine and technology and like less racism unless <laughs> yes we don't hate as bad as that generation sure did. <laughs> they're gonna say like your chances of getting shot by like a cop go down but like yours are the same no matter what yeah no i feel like that's still pretty high chances yeah in these days um so hookup was great yeah and then trip home oh i was so tell me were you in here in here were you here for the hurricane? <laughs> oh my god for the hurricane! We okay i'm not gonna lie i'm from florida oh so you were fucking like i ain't scared of no ghost drizzle i know i was truly like everyone was freaking out which i think it's good yes I, to be over prepared yes that was the number one thing and i was like yes i already have my two go bags in my tesla i'm ready to fucking dip but I think it was that was important, but I saw the funniest tweet I saw about it was someone was like, Californians are so unprepared. And then someone replied, like, if I picked up sandbags, I wouldn't even know where to put them. Yeah. Well, when you just said go bags, I was like, what's in them? Why are there two? And where are you going? <laughs> like, I, we were not, we had no idea what we were doing. The major thing was the flooding to worry about. And with that, I would tell everyone, in Florida, like the biggest worry was downed power lines in water. So, like, if someone would and be playing like in a puddle, an electrocution yeah, pool. That's like kind of how most people would go in big, dangerous storms, like power surges. Oh, so I God. was worried about a bunch of Californians that didn't know that. That were like, "Let's go out in the puddle, splash." Yeah, and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, a lot of TikToks in the rain. Didn't feel the earthquake, really, but I was ready for the end of times. Wasn't it like midday? Yeah huh what were you doing were you watched movies sex? no bitch you were just sitting on a couch i can't we'll talk about it in the next episode why i'm not having sex okay but it's your vagina on fire oh my god when is it not when bitch? is it not like, like metaphorically eh. um but yeah not, not that dramatic for me personally maybe drama for others do you know why you didn't feel the earthquake though just because you're desensitized <sighs> No, I'm scared of them. I just didn't feel it. Like, my friends in the valley felt it. Yeah. I don't know anyone in Hollywood that felt it. Huh. Huh. It, 
you have felt them before though right oh yeah and they they're scare so me. disorienting like dude the one ground time I was like, what should is not going shake on? and then like your pictures are like moving mm-hmm. on the wall and you're like whoa mm-hmm. you feel like you're on a like a set like a ride or something you're like stop it yeah did you see all the people speaking of sets and rides did you see all of the people posting at universal there's that that backlot ride where you get to see a fake flood happen oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. people are like, posting that being like los angeles right now on melrose and la brea <laughs> like, fuck you guys oh i will say my uber driver so i came home on monday and he was like he grew up with tropical storms and he's like this is not great because the next time there's a warning like this people are gonna be like that it's wasn't not bad. that bad mm. and then they're not going to take it seriously to be fair i never took one hurricane seriously in florida but you were breastfed on hurricanes <laughs> yeah i was really like i don't know we're good You're like i'll go inside i guess yeah and we lived in the gulf so you did have to worry about a lot but it never hit us as bad as like say katrina or something you know wow we were lucky that's very cool um i have a i have a housekeeping oh my god please hit me with it um i went first of all this was i felt so badass i went to san francisco for a day i love i fucking love that i got up in the morning flew up there went to a conference to screen my first feature documentary film in front of 250 people oh my god got a standing ovation stop it kelsey people were stopping kelsey the most incredible feedback i got to watch the movie with the girl that i made the movie about oh my god which was an out-of-body experience we grabbed like the quickest bite to eat after and then i flew home that's so fucking baller i Are people felt still saying that? so cool it is cool yeah i wasn't thrilled about like the fact that we don't have a high-speed rail system that i could just like uh. you know do that probably better for the environment but i felt very biz exec you know, you are that's there's probably nothing more uh, business person than like going in like less than 24 hours. Oh, and it was so funny because I just brought a backpack, obviously, with yeah. my stuff. And when I got into the Uber on the way from San Francisco to the airport, the guy was like, you must be from Los Angeles. And I was like, ah, yes. How I could am. you tell? And he goes, just a girl in her backpack. <laughs> and that's all he said. <laughs> and I was like that's yep okay you're right yep you're correct i'm going home that's cool so uh, and oh, we and i left ovation oh my god dude <sighs> where's the where's this documentary living do you know yet? okay yes so for those of you who don't know i shot self-funded produced edited a documentary film about marley list who was a podcast guest a few years ago about her story of being the first case in north american history excuse me, where her restorative justice rape was legally resolved by sentencing her rapist to therapy instead of prison times. She fought for that. And then as part of her conditioning with the courts, she wanted to meet with her assailant in a restorative justice circle. So like using a form of restorative justice for sexual harm, it was the first case ever to do that. And I, I went from being like, why would someone ever do that to like fully supporting it, supporting it. And so this was the, national sexual assault conference which at first i was like what even is this bitch it was huge i want to say there was like three thousand people there and at once they had 16 stages like in this conference center yeah so like there was fortune 500 companies major tech ceos like whole companies go there to get their like sexual assault training um we like talked to the global head of safety for Uber, the head of like sexual assault cases for the Air Force, like just 
everybody was there and it was so cool like people like heads of the me too movement were there it was so just like oh my god people in here like are policy changers and shit and so we screened the film we we were like this is the first time anyone's ever seeing it publicly it was the first time marley was getting to see it and um did she cry we both cried like so many times and that was for me like it you know what I mean? Like she was happy with it. Yeah. And I was like, that's I did, all I, I did, did my work. Yeah. And I'll never forget. She said something really cool at dinner where she was like, I felt like I've just been, I've thought this was so incredible and huge for so long. And I've been carrying this by myself. And she's like, and now I feel like somebody else cares the way I care. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, you're going to make so many people care with your story. And so, yes, it is going to be available soon to watch and stream on a major platform. Oh, my God. But I can't tell you which one yet because the papers aren't signed. Okay. But I, it was supposed to be um, premiering in September, but it probably is going to be more like October because everything's slow because of the strike. Oh. So, like, legal got tied up. Sure. Yeah. And sexual assault's much more of a spooky October <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Halloween film. We put in like weird like organ piano music instead. <laughs> oh my god. Um but you know what I was really excited to tell you about my whole trip to San Francisco? What? I drove my own car to the airport, left it in yep. the parking lot, yep. walked out of the airport, walked straight in my car and yep. went home. Wait, so in the <gasps> center of LAX? Yes, like that's bitch. the best if I'm traveling less than like two days, I'll park there. But it's like 50 bucks a day. A day. But that's what I'm saying. Two days, it's like $100. Which is cheaper than an Uber. And you don't have to deal with an Uber. Dude, and you don't have to wait. You just and walk talk out. to people. Oh, my God. I, I sw- okay, this is... Okay. I'm going to gripe about something for a second. Oh, let's hear it. I feel like I know too much about my Uber and Lyft drivers. <laughs> Whereas Yo. in the bartender school of training, they listen to your woes. <gasps> I am listening to their woes. And I'm like... <sighs> I'm get it's emotional labor. If you want to harken back to last episode, I they these people drop shit on me, and then I just have to like deal with it, dude. Th- have you not had that? Oh, you're so spot on that it's freaking me out. That like you get in the car and they're like, <sighs> so, and I'm like, nope, headphones are on, my guy. Headphones are on, or I'll be like, what to be like. Like, oh, sorry. I clearly am busy. I'm on a, I'm, I'm on, I'm listening to audio porn. Or the worst is when they turn the music down and you're like, why are you doing that? No, no, no. I just like, I know too much. Amen. So we and should all be driving to the that's airport. That's that on that. Oh yeah. So that's my favorite feeling in the world. That's why I also fly out of Burbank as much as possible. Yeah. Cause it's cheaper to park there and you can just, it's the easiest airport. Have you ever <laughs> flown out of there? Yeah. All the time. Oh, <laughs> Y'all, just if you come to LA, when you come to LA, to go to Kelsey's Don't Panic Retreat. Oh my God, we have one bed left. Stop. Yeah, August. August? October Mm-mm. 5th through 9th. Oh my God, yes, queen. Don'tpanicretreat.com. I'm so happy for you. And okay, you posted that TikTok showing like how far you've come yeah. and I'm in the TikTok. So I was like, this is great. And you're, and you're wearing your dick shirt. I'm wearing my dick shirt. And it's <laughs> a, a split second. And I love that for everyone watching. I got all my like favorite healing moments moments from the last year since my breakup which is so funny because it still feels like i referenced that like i'll be like since my breakup and to me it was such a pivotal 
turning point and chapter in my life. But at what point do I get to stop saying that? Uh, no, no limit. Okay. I'll tell you when it's annoying. Okay, cool. Also, did you know, sir, before your breakup? No. Okay. We went out the day Jared and I broke up. Whoa. And I wasn't going to go because I was like, this feels weird. But again, like Jared and I weren't living together for two months. So we had kind of like already yeah. broken up. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to go out yeah. and feel hot and feel cute. And like, who cares even <laughs> what the date is? <laughs> I'm just going to go for me. I fucking love that. And then it was sir. Um, do you have any TikTok talk to me? I was trying to think of this and I went through all the TikToks I've been liking and like, honestly, all everything I've been fed and everything I'm liking is like cute dog content, um, inspirational quotes. I, I, Proudly have not learned a goddamn thing <laughs> in the past few weeks. Oh, 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 minus one thing, and I haven't tried it yet, so I feel kind of, uh, this is kind of like negligent, like to say it and then mm. not have done it. But that's why we have this button. Don't, don't Google, Google it. Yes. So it's like a, a lemon is like a very good food for you, like if you eat the whole thing. <laughs> so if you blend a lemon, two to three dates, a piece of ginger, a splash, a splash, a dash of cinnamon, mm-hmm. and then blend it in a cup and a half of cold water. Okay. It turns into this like yellow cream. Oh, and uh, I'm sorry. And also a tablespoon of olive oil, a tablespoon of honey. What? And then it turns into this like creamy yellow drink. What? And you pour it over ice and it's supposed to be like bougie lemonade and it's supposed to be like so good for you. You like put the skin in? Yeah, everything. The whole she, this bitch put, put, drops the whole lemon in. She doesn't even cut it. That's I'm like, wild for me. your blender's sake, at least cut it up. Yeah, but that also seems so... Because isn't like the rind pretty bitter? That's why you only do like lemon... Um, What's it called? Zest. Yeah, that's why you just yeah, zest Yeah, I mean, lemon. I guess, you know, fuck your mouth. Don't I? Yeah. Shit. Um, But I am very curious to try that. I would also like to try that. Okay. If you guys have ever heard of this, please comment down below if you like it. Bougie lemonade. Um, my TTTT taught me is how to escape a dopamine hole. So I'm going to play it for you now. Hey, hi. Excuse me. Good morning. Um, you're not screwed up. You actually are going to be fine. You are in a dopamine hole right now. So your internal reward system is rigged against you. You've stacked dopamine sources like vaping, like sugar, like smoking weed. You've stacked them so that you're overstimulated. You're overstimulated with content. And your brain is really unmotivated right now because all the chemicals are way off. So we can reset it. We can reset it pretty quickly. First thing we need to understand is we've built all of this momentum going this way. We want to start moving the train back this way. How do we do that? With little tasks. Little tasks that make parts of your brain go, oh, yeah, that was a good thing. Life is a video game, right? And so (laughs) when we complete these little side missions that end up moving us forward, something like cleaning our room, brushing our teeth, sitting up from laying down if we literally can't get out of bed, it doesn't matter what the small little task is. It just needs to, within our own brains, move us forward, give us some momentum. Mm -hmm. And and we know what that is. Now, the trick here is most things are going to feel impossible because you're in a dopamine hole. You are literally stuck. You're not. It does feel that way, but you're going to be okay. You just have to find the thing that you can do. 
Because if you scale it back all the way, make it as easy mm. as possible, you're going to find something that you can do. Mm. Little incense coming in. How lovely is that? Listen, if it's sitting up from a laying down position, that's great. If it's actually standing up and getting out of bed and then just going and laying back down, that's great. If it's starting to clean your room, folding your laundry, if it's going to brush your teeth, like I said, those are all really, really tiny little things, but you can't judge yourself for them being small because it's not about what the task actually does for your life. It's for your brain to start getting the momentum moving forward so that then you can go to the gym, you can go to the grocery store and meal prep and get ready for the week ahead and do all of these other things that you need to do. You can't jump to those. If you've been in a dopamine hole, smoking, vaping, just like binge eating, whatever, not your fault. Society isn't set up to, to support you right now, and then you add in a phone and addictive technologies there. It's hopeless. Wow. You're oh. You're not hopeless. And you're going to start moving in the right direction. I don't know why the music is That's playing wild. so loudly. That, I res- that resonates with me so hard. Dude, the way he explained breaking things down into the most micro tasks. Atomic habits. It really is because he talked about we've dopamine stacked the things like the phone, the laying down. Because sometimes I'm like, it does feel really good. It's like, well, yeah, no shit. It feels good. It's because you've stacked sitting down, eating something that's not good for you. Something on TV, something in my phone. Oh, my God. The times I click play on the show I want to watch and then immediately start looking at my phone. Dude, it's wild. And that's that wasn't happening 10 years ago. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. And so... A lot of times what me and you, what like you're good at reframing for me is sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like I've done anything. I don't feel like I've done enough. And you're always like, bitch, look, bing bong bong yeah. boom. You say that. Bing bong boom boom. Bing bong. We have a, we have a language housekeeping. we haven't really <laughs> <laughs> And I, like even just breaking down the most manageable task of like getting up. Yeah. Brushing teeth. Forward momentum. Yes. Action is the best way out of anxiety. I literally did this yesterday. I had wanted to, I had, I have these backlogged episodes of Good Morning Sodomites, my old podcast, ready to kind of go to promote shows and stuff. And I was like, oh, I should edit one of those episodes. And I was like, but I really don't want to. And do I really need to? And then I was like, oh shit, I do need to do the ad for our podcast. <gasps> so when I sat down, shat down, I didn't even <laughs> start to say it, but I wanted to say shat down. When I sat down to do that, I just, it propelled, I went into, and then, you know, cut to, they say, do anything for like 30 seconds and you'll continue to do it. If you're like, I don't want to clean. It's that forward momentum, that little bit of forward momentum. I thought that guy was going to pivot to ice baths. I thought he was going to (laughs) say like, cause I thought, um, that's what ice baths and stuff do. It's, um, it's manufactured adversity. Yeah. Where you're like, you, you're like, this is horrible. Yeah. And then you spend the hours after being so grateful that you're not in the ice bath anymore. It's almost as if we did an episode about it and you listened and then you went and did one. I don't think that's it, but oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, Zachary, when we come back from this quick break, what are we talking about? Diets, baby. Uh. Now I know what you're thinking. Kelsey, when did you become obsessed with 
cowboy boots. Well, did you forget that I was raised in Florida? Are you forgetting I'm a little country girl by heart? I even wore my Tacovas recently when I went on a ski trip with my family to Colorado. I wore my white Tacovas when I went to the Taylor Swift concert. And if you didn't think you would need cowboy boots anytime soon, uh, might I remind you that Beyonce just dropped her little country album and you're going to need some Tacovas. Tacovas is my favorite boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to hair boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. And Tacova's is western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Did an episode on diet culture many, many, many moons ago. You and I myself, did? no. Okay. And this feels like a fun, new, fresh verge because it's been some time. Yeah, I also um, put a lot of my research on like fad diets, sort of. Yes, diets should die. I'm also still learning. Yes, the episode diets should die because. Okay, so do you have any opening thoughts about like diets? Yes, grew up around a mother who followed every fad diet. Oh, literally South Beach diet, Jenny Craig, Adkins had a new book. Like constantly was trying it, and I very very specifically remember the. Um, Weight Watchers like chocolate cakes she would put in the freezer and I would ask if I could have them and she'd be like that's my only dessert for the week and I'd be like (laughs) so can I have it it? (laughs) and I would eat them and they were so fucking good Um, were they good I think I yeah as a child I was like chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, yeah 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 um and then for myself I think I joined Weight Watchers when I realized in college I gained what they call the freshman 15 really it was just me becoming an adult woman yeah um and I was like eating like six of the meals a day because I was just so fucking hungry yeah and I realized diets have never ever 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 worked for me he <laughs> you are not alone <gasps> thank you they don't work for almost 95% of people as a rule, which is wild. Well, I will say too, my, my thoughts on diet, definitely slim fast was like the first (gasps) thing I think I, and so you you just blew open a brain blast. Of course, slim fast, like a slim fast shake to me was like magic. I was like, that's good. A chocolate shake is going to like, I'm going to lose weight if How I like backwards. drink that. I know. you're gonna lo- That was Subway's whole thing too. You're going to lose weight by eating bread. <laughs> Fuck you, Jared from My Subway. My dad also was like very adamant on like, the Subway diet works in that it's like a specific caloric intake. You could mm. probably eat like grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> if you just had one for right. lunch, one for dinner. Right. Or whatever. But um, yeah, Slim Fast was definitely like, and I was a chubby adolescent. Mm. I think when my parents got divorced, I started eating a lot to like kind of cope. And then I did like diet, exercise, counted calories, very restrictive. I think mm. every gay guy and girl probably had an eating disorder at one point. Mm-hmm. 
but I like definitely lost the weight in a borderline unhealthy way, I think. But Oof. that's because we're bombarded, dude, by pictures, videos, standards that are unrealistic when the supermodels are also being airbrushed. Oh, and that's like also money, like when you're spending a million dollars. I'm glad you said that. What do you yeah. think the diet industry is currently valued at? Billions. It's got to be. Guess. A billion. $175 billion. Whoa! <laughs> and it's it's increasing at a rate of about 8.5% oh, no. every year. So guess what it's expected to be by 2028? No, no, no. $282 <laughs> doubling i mean basically oh my god um and it's just based on the whole diet industry is kind of based on blaming the dieter because almost every diet starts with like if you do this you will lose weight ah like if you can't you you, won't yeah bad bad girl if you buy our meals if you do our exercises if you stick to this thing you will lose weight but because we are just not meant to exist on these diets, these food plans, these things forever, after about, on average, six months, people drop off. <sighs> and then a UCLA study found that in less than two years, 23% of people gain more weight than they lost. Oh, the, the ring around. After two years, um, after diet, more than two years after dieting, 83% gain more than they lost. Whoa! And then... uh. A follow-up research after five years, 50% of them were 11 pounds over that initial weight. Dude, it's not sustainable. Mm -mm. It is a whiplash effect. It helps you. But what they're missing in, like, so much of this fad dieting is, like, the psychology part of it. Oh, my God. Because exactly what you said, it's promoted as if you do, if you are strong enough, you can do this. If you're wealthy enough to do this, then it will work. Not coming in any other factors. And if you don't, well, that's on you. That's on you. When you're ready to commit. And the other thing, there's it's such a multi pronged thing because fitness and nutrition people are not trained in psychology, right? So they're just looking at facts or that it looked for them like uh the 90s was all about before and after pictures but never after after pictures <gasps> when most of those people <sighs> like you said slingshot back the other problem is most diets are restrictive and when you restrict your metabolism slows down because your body doesn't know that you're doing something intentionally it's like <gasps> oh we're getting less food we need to make this last yeah so then when you invariably give up on the diet you have a slower metabolism than you started. Mm. So when you start eating normally again, you rapidly gain weight back. That makes so much sense. And that like, not to spoiler alert it, but like the way I was ever able to maintain a healthy body, <laughs> like relationship was with management and balance. Like it was, I hate saying like changing my entire lifestyle around food because I would go from fast food eating quote bad quote when there's like no such thing as good bad and bad. good yeah i'm glad you said that and then trying fad diets failing going back to the way i was eating before and now it's like you make a shift in your mind of just like i am going to change the way i think about food and 
it is medicine for my body. And as soon as I changed that frame, like literally fast food did not even sound good anymore. Even when I was in a pinch, I was like, I'd rather be five minutes late and go get a poke bowl. Yeah. Then like, cause it just reframed everything for me of like, I'm fueling off of this. And they say weight loss is like 80% diet or something crazy like that. Abs are made in the kitchen is the. Yes. And it's like, okay, as soon as I found that out and then I found the exercise that worked for me, which was yoga, Mm. like it has taken 33 years to get to this point. Yeah, and it's an ongoing thing that you'll... Deal with for the rest of my life. For the rest of your life. Yeah, Yeah, I have definitely had different, um, like, relationships with food. For sure, considered things bad and good. For sure, like, I I think this is an addict's perspective, too. If I was, like, gonna do the Domino's pizza, I was going to overeat it Mm -hmm. and also get the lava cake. Mm -hmm. And the ice cream. Because I'm like, well, if I'm going to do this. Then go all in. I'm going to fucking do this. That's why people say they don't believe in cheat days. Because you like kind of gorge. And you, instead of just like having it when you want it, it becomes this. a slice of splitting a Domino's pizza with three friends. Yes. But that's where you have to go to the psychology flip of it all. Mm. Because I was looking for more than just energy Mm. like i'm looking for like a comfort i'm looking for for an escape i'm looking for a scent like that taste in my mouth over and over again yes because it tastes it tastes yeah very good it like it's expensive to make healthy food taste good it is like it's hard and time consuming for a lot of people which is why you often reach for the quickest fastest thing but i think the one thing we've got now that we didn't really have is these sort of like meal prep systems and kits yeah where you can find variety now sure and it's not as expensive like they are finding a way to make it less than ten dollars a meal which if you're eating fast food now with inflation it's probably dude i was floored i think i went to like a burger king on the road and it was like eleven dollars for like since when what do you mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's expensive now. Why did we decide like, that was a okay? Burger's like eight ninety nine. I'm like, this is not a restaurant burger. No. Anyway, no, that happened. I went to a vegan burger joint. You know which one I'm talking about. It's on the corner. I don't want to say its name, but for a single patty burger that is vegan, is this the new place? Mm, wait, wait, wait. It, it, what corner? I'll tell you later. Okay, okay. For vegan burger and French fries, it was eighteen dollars. Oh, I no know it drink. on Melrose. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck? And also that place, that's expensive and... It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Vegan food doesn't equal health is I mean, what I've heard. See, it's all... And that's why it's so fucked up. And you can... I'm sure you probably like wrote things down, but like you can literally... There's... Because there is no label regulation in America, unlike every other fucking country, you can put whatever you want on the labels of your diet foods and... They cannot sue you if it's incorrect. Really? Like, you can I literally had, like, be like loose ones. No, like you could literally be like organic. See, I, but it was like, what's the definition of organic? Exactly. You, know I mean? you can make it green and like put fucking kale on the front. There's no kale in it. It's insane. Wow. Yeah, it's bullshit. America. I still can't get over slim fast. When you said that, I was like, I think I blocked that out of my brain because I've drinking so much slim fast in my life and it's actually quite good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's thick and creamy. How did what? 
what about us was like, if we drink chocolate milk, we're going to lose weight. <laughs> That's just the facts. I mean, honestly, this is the other problem, too, because like there has to be a Slim Fast that exists now. It's just not called Slim Fast. Is Slim Fast still around? lord knows i'm gonna look it up but like the fact like this doesn't sound appealing to me as i like get busier and busier having six slim fast shakes in my fridge ready to go and if i'm running late i just grab one and it Mm. has like the nutrients of like a bowl of oatmeal or whatever the fucking selling point was do you know what they've done differently because back in the day y'all this was either like a scoopable Mm -hmm. powder or these big ass cans yeah the big ass cans with like a red striped straw. They literally made it look like a milkshake. I feel like the big the size thing is because you were a little kid. No, that's true. Probably, but, but yeah, they have changed it. Their website still says a clinically proven diet plan to help you lose weight and keep it off. But the way that they've changed their branding is to look like protein shakes. So they've changed oh, it to look like yeah, a that looks gym like muscle bro. milk. Yes, exactly. Like even the logo. That's wild. They're still around. I wonder who invented Slim Fast. Let's look that up. I I want to say it's a woman, so she got like really rich. But then I so it seems like an evil man thing. It is a man named Daniel Abraham, and he looks white as hell. He founded Slim Fast in 1976. <laughs> Sales exploded in the late 1980s when former LA Dodgers manager Tommy Lasorda became its spokesperson. Interesting. Abraham sold the weight loss and meal substitute company to un. <laughs> The company's name is Unaliver. Oh my god! Maybe it's called Unilever, Unilever. but it looks like Unaliver <laughs> for two point three billion in cash in two thousand. Oh, he, that is the smartest man alive because you know it tanked. Also, I'm not going to say he doesn't look healthy, but he doesn't really look healthy. Of course not. Yeah, it's the, one of those do as I say, not as I do things. They used to have Slim Fast microwavable meals i remember bars i remember bars first of all it's so funny too that like every single diet thing is like birthday cake blasted (laughs) caramel finger bang chocolate brownie everything they're never just like come covered apricot apricot surprise (laughs) it's always yeah like frosting fuck (laughs) face down ass (laughs) up sandwich Oh my god. Um okay, so but let's go back um to like the uh, diet comes from the Greek uh dia dia <laughs> Sorry, it's D I A I T A. Hushi. Diaida, which represents a notion of a whole healthy lifestyle including both mental and physical health. Okay. Rather than a narrow weight loss regimen. Okay. So it's so interesting that like it didn't it wasn't ever supposed to be like this is how to lose weight. No. Like you hear diet, you're like, oh, I'm I'm losing weight. Yeah. Or, or I am trying to manage my weight. Yeah. Diet used to just be like this whole healthy Body, lifestyle mind, thing. Mm. And it strayed from that immediately. Um Capitalism. Banting. The first popular diet was called banting. People would say, like, do you bant? What? Yes. Named after the English undertaker, William Banting. Undertaker? I know. Why'd they name a diet after uh, him? I, well, because in 1863, he wrote a booklet called Letter on Corpulence, <laughs> um, which contained the particular plan for the diet he had successfully followed. His own diet was four meals a day, Taco Bell's fourth meal, um, <laughs> uh, consisting of meat, greens, fruits, and dry wine. The emphasis was on avoiding sugar, 
sweet foods, starch, beer, milk, and butter. So it's kind of like a low carb, no dairy diet, <sighs> which like that's still today. It's like a keto. still like very like strong, strong path. Wow. Like no, no sugar, no like granulated sugar, no dairy. I love that. It's like the crypt keeper. That's like, I've been staring at bodies. I've been looking at these corpses and they got too much sugar. They, they all come in holding lollipops. <laughs> Explains <laughs> it. So no more sugar. That, I mean, there's no surprise to me at all that the first diet consisted of no sugar. Yeah. And um, you know what's crazy? This booklet remained in print until t- 2007. No! Isn't that wild? Well, why'd they rip it off the shelves? Was it like wildly homophobic or something? I mean, we can only hope. Be like, you can't be a witch or gay. <laughs> you gotta fall, go to Catholic church. Um, okay, so the types of diet uh, briefly are low fat. That's a low fat um, diet to control blood sugar levels and cardiovascular health. Low carb, defined as having less than 20% of calories from carbohydrates. Oh my God, I could never imagine. Low cal. What do you think a low cal diet is? Like how many? Under cal- 1,600. Uh, yeah, it's 1,000 to 1,200 calories yeah. per day. Um, Very low cal. That is too low cal. 200 to 800 calories no. per day. No. Get this. That's like cigarette and Coke. There was a diet called the 2468 in which one day you would do 200 calories the next 400 600 800 and then fast for an entire day and then start over did everyone die i mean that's probably why it stopped i mean probably we can again we can only hope and then fasting fasting you probably know active intentionally taking a long interval between meals everyone loves intermittent fasting everyone does it and this is the things too because like fasting is a part of like a lot of cultures a lot of religions yeah. yeah so it's like got something going on the whole during prolonged fasting um the reduction of blood glucose the preferred energy source of the brain causes the body to deplete its glycogen stores once glycogen is depleted the body begins to fuel the brain using ketones while also metabolizing body protein to be used to synthesize sugars for use as energy. What the fuck did you just say? I know. I kind of, I had it before I started reading it and then reading it. Once you started reading it, you're like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is a sentence and there is a period. So if you didn't get that, you're dumb and rewind back. Don't Don't Google Google it. it. First time we've ever used the button correctly. Um, And then intermittent fasting is obviously periodic fasting, um, alternating days, time restriction, religious fasting. Um, Can you guess the longest a human being has fasted for i fucking oh, this scares me because i feel like it's probably someone against their will and <laughs> no 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 it wasn't it wasn't okay. it wasn't um <laughs> that would be hopefully it's called something different than fasting when you're starving someone you're to death. kidnapped yeah like no we're we've got him on this great health plan oh my god imagine you're like elizabeth smart you've returned home to your family they're throwing a parade in your name and guinness book of world records shows up and is like guess, guess what? what we you got qualified. a surprise for you <laughs> um oh god was it some like freak vegan vegetarian activist who like died after 200 days so i will tell you this they did not die okay how long you don't want to even guess five years Oh, wow. Okay. That's insane. Um, 392 days. What? How? Water? Scottish man, Angus Barbieri. Stop. Fasted for 392 days. He lived on tea, coffee, soda water, and vitamins while living at home in Scotland. 
frequently visiting the Mayfield Hospital for medical evaluation. Why? They, he was a big man. And I guess I actually didn't read why. I just thought that factoid was like very interesting. I'm so curious about the psychology of that man. I would like to watch a documentary. Well, let, now that you've done Marley, now it's time you know for me? Scotty. Your girl. Angus. Angus Barbieri. Um, okay, so then fad diets are plans that promote results such as fast weight loss without much scientific evidence to support its claim. Big yike. So I thought we would like round this out with a, a fad diet quiz. Ooh, fun. Yeah. I love a game. Okay, so this diet consists of eating foods that are never exposed to more than 180 degree temperatures. What? Is it called like the raw diet? Raw food diet. Stop. Isn't that wild? Also, 180 degrees, does that make it cooked? 118. I think oh. it just warms it. Ew. I know. There, I do believe in some like cheese shit where like cold food's hot, cheese, blah, blah, blah. But like that's just silly. Well, my problem too with these diets is like I understand them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're like, okay. I've been bamboozled by this for sure. Um, but I like the concept of like only eating like fruits and like whole foods and stuff like that. Like fruits, vegetables, like things that I could like actually get if there were an apocalyptic event. Okay. Um, okay. This incredibly horrible fad diet was made popular by models and people with eating disorders. It's got to involve a cigarette <laughs> and an apple. The cotton ball diet. Have exactly. you heard of this? What are you talking they about? They would dip cotton balls in liquids and swallow them whole to feel full. Who did this? Like people with eating disorders, but it's like kind of a thing in the modeling industry. Big yike. And then the danger would be getting impacted. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wait, you're like my dog who eats the inside of his stuffed toy and then like wraps around his organs and then like he's going to shit out a giant cotton ball and his anus is going to be attached. Your dog should absolutely be a runaway model too. <laughs> he's cute enough. He's so cute enough. Oh my God. What, wait, what designer would Hippo be? Ooh. Uh, my instinct was to say Fendi because he's just like a little funky. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, this diet consists of eating one particular soup for rapid, unhealthy weight loss. Whoa. I feel like I remember this. Was it the bone broth diet? Oh, my God. Bone broth is a thing. Bone broth actually has a lot it. of, like, nutrients. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll it's have like, it for breakfast. It's nutrient-dense. Yeah. Um, cabbage soup diet. <laughs> That's right. Everyone's farts were rank as hell. It's just crazy to me. My friend did it, and, like, she was, like, by day, like, two, like, cabbage soup, like, you were just, like, no. I can't, I, I can't. And then they're like, after no. a week or something, you're allowed to eat as many bananas as you want. Stop. What a cuckoo head who I invented know, this. But like, it's been around. They like, people like are still doing it. In, spun a wheel and they're like, like bananas. Sure. Cabbage water. Um, this high fat fad diet was made popular in the 70s and boasted a high calorie way to st stay thin forever. Say that again. Um, this. High fat fad diet was made high popular fat. in the 70s, 70s and boasted a high calorie way to stay thin forever. A high calorie way? To high fat fad diet. Yeah. Let's go with keto. You actually knew this one <gasps> a minute ago. Atkins. Yeah. Slim fast. Atkins. Oh, Atkins. Because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. meat yeah, heavy. Uh-huh. Uh -huh, meat uh, and cheese and stuff like that. It's close to keto. Um, This diet has been haunting women since the 1930s. <laughs> it's got to be Jenny Craig. <laughs> 
is backed with almost zero evidence of helping to lose weight. It's got to be Jenny Craig. The grapefruit diet. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That was like a grapefruit and a cigarette. Everything yeah, was a cigarette and one item. I mean, cigarettes are like the ultimate appetite depressant. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Um, this short-term diet consists of eliminating sugar, alcohol, sugar, <gasps> alcohol, grains, and dairy. Oh, is this a uh, dirty 30? Whole 30. <laughs> I wish I could do this. You know what's so funny Ow. is I've heard really good things about the whole Same. 30. I have too. It's that it feels like the psychology of that needs to be healthier, but I like the, I like the idea of it. The no sugar. This is the thing though. Like I would miss sugar so bad. I'm I'm clearly a sugar addict. Oh yeah, honey. So I don't know. Have we done an episode on sugar? No, but we should. We should. Okay. Okay. Um, and this last one. This diet focuses on burning fats instead of carbohydrates, and is mainly used or originally used to help manage epilepsy in children. Huh. I have no idea. Keto. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Ketos were for the kids. Yeah, keto for the kids. Okay. All those muscle kids you see at CrossFit. The thing is, is like I've heard keto is not dangerous unless it's long term for some people. So don't Google that. But that's what I've heard. Sure. I mean, again, and, these things are just yeah. to me not sustainable. The fact that your body goes through a thing called ketosis. And you have in to which, test strip it yourself. Yeah, and you have like flu-like symptoms because your oh. body's like, I'm mutating in front of your very <laughs> eyes. Like, no. If you have to turn into a Pokemon to yeah. go through a diet, don't. No. You're evolving? No, sis. Say no, Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, wow. that's that's what I have for diet. I think. Was that adequate? Oh, that was so fun. Okay, good. Was, we had a game. We had fun facts. Yeah. You were great at this. Okay, good. Zach led this episode, guys. And I'm insecure confidently confidently apparently there's a song out called confidently insecure that people have been dming me left and right oh my god we gotta look it up we should sample it yeah or um, we should let the artists know that they're kind of infringing i was gonna say i wondered if she was a confidant that would be insane wouldn't that be fun because we automatically get to be in the music video <gasps> or you for sure and then me maybe wait why not you because you've you've built your little army no but your you're, army your you're, big army you're you're part of it i know the confident Confident bottoms. bottoms Hey, do we have any stickers left? Slut pills we definitely have left. We haven't had confident bottom stickers in a They've long time. They've been so out, baby. We gotta so we gotta run those back. Impressed by people and their stick it sticker buying skills. Same. Uh, I um, loved it. But let's let's sell some slut pill stickers. Yeah. If you want to take your slut pills, you can still Venmo me at Kelsey Dara. Don't forget to include one forty nine for shipping if you are international. Otherwise, just donate what you think it's worth, and Zach will send you a sticker because I gave yeah. him that task. I'll toss in Tower Bottom <laughs> sticker too. Ooh, it's a picture of Zach from my butt. Zach, this was so fun. I agree. Um, rate this five stars on iTunes. It really helps us get seen. If you're not going to rate it five stars, please don't rate it at all because I'm we are sensitive. sensitive. And we'll oh. see you next week, you little bitch. Boy. <laughs>